0: Good Sunday evening to you, boys and girls, and welcome to another edition of Butcher on Sports. Simply Butcher's here, and as always, thanks for tuning in on a Sunday. Yes, a Sunday evening. Hopefully, you all had a very good, long and blissful holiday, long weekend there with a whole lot of turkey and ham and sweet potatoes and... The list goes on and on, macaroni and cheese, cranberries, chitlins, ribs, some people had coons and stuff in their homes, I don't know, hey, however you spent your Thanksgiving, hopefully you had a great time and a peaceful time as well here. We're back with another edition of Butcher on Sports on this Sunday, we'll talk a whole lot of, not a whole lot of garbage there, but hopefully some well worth. Sports news that yes, you just can't get enough of. Let's get started, boys and girls. Soon I get started. Soon I get finished. <clears throat> Let's 1st one start off today with uh, Michigan high school football, and these are all finals. Okay, this one jumped off yesterday here, and I'll give you the finals, and um, they can leave it. uh beat uh, be in. Division 8, let me start that first. In Division 8 bracket, Jubilee 21, Ottawa Lake, Whiteford 6. Congratulations to Jubilee. Division 4 bracket, okay, uh, Harper Woods 33, Grand Rapids, South Christian 27. Congratulations to the first championship of the state for Harper Woods. Division 6, Kingsley 38, Almouth 24. Kingsley, congratulations. Division two, uh, that bracket was finalized by uh, a good meeting with uh, Muskegon thirty three and Warren De La Salle Collegiate twenty one. These are the Sunday games that are just about finished or have finished. You have only one more to go there, and um, I'll try to get to that as soon as possible. The Division seven game. Uh, bracket. Um, Jackson Loomis Christian, uh, 34, Memino or Memonee, 30. Congratulations to the bracket. Um, uh, Division 7 winner, Jackson Loomis, Loomis Christian. Division 3 bracket is Forest Hill Central, 27, Mason, 10. Force Hill Central, congratulations, Division Three Champions. Bracket five is Grand Rapids Catholic Central 21, Corona 7. Uh, Grand Rapids uh, Catholic Central winning that division game there. Now, right now, in a late game right now, we have with uh, – I'm looking at six minutes and 51 seconds of play. In the first quarter – we have Southfield, a 6, Bellevue, 0. That's in the first quarter right now. That game got off, supposed to start at 7 o'clock. It got off a wee bit late because of the other games were running late. Of course, uh, we'll keep you up to date on that as we go along with this podcast as we're doing it right now, fresh in a box. Detroit Red Wings played today there, and David Perron scored twice on power plays, including his 300th career goal. And the Detroit Red Wings defeated the Minnesota Wild by a final score of four to one Sunday afternoon there. Dylan Larkin supplied a goal with an assist for the Red Wings, who have won three straight games now and are in first place in the East Division. Amazing, first place. I never thought I would say that this early in the season, but we got a long season to go. Um, let's think for the best of it. Alex Lyons. Alex Lyons. I was saying Alex Lyons for three times. That's the third time I said it. He has uh, made 37 saves for his third start of the season. He's a winning goaltender for the Detroit Red Wings this afternoon's game there. Um, some Big Ten scores there. Iowa Hawkeyes, as you know, will be meeting the Michigan Wolverines in in Indianapolis. They won their game against Nebraska by a score of 13-10. Penn State Nittany Lions beat the crap out of Michigan State. Their final game of the season. We'll have more on this game in a moment there. They beat them by a score of 42-0. Uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, 24, and of course the Michigan Wolverines, 30 in that particular game where they go and meet the Iowa Hawkeyes in, in Indianapolis. After the game, the whole staff and crew of the Michigan State Spartan football staff was all let go. Why? Because Jonathan Smith is Michigan State's new football coach, he's bringing home His whole staff from the West Coast, that's the University of Oregon State, their university. Smith was named the 26th coach of the Spartans. He done that on Saturday right after the game. Well, of course, the Spartans probably knew and Smith probably knew, but it was just some formalities there. As Oregon was playing Oregon State, and of course, Oregon win against Oregon State. Again, Smith comes from. Oregon State. But Oregon State was doing pretty good the last two years there. Uh, he doesn't have a fi- over 500 record, but some of his good works with Oregon State gave him the nod to where University of Michigan State would go after him with the quickness there. According to M. sister publication, uh, The Oregonian, Okay, um, five of those offensive coordinators and quarterback coach Brian Lindgren Offensive line coach Jim uh, Harlick-Key. <laughs> I might mess that on up there. Uh, running back coach G. Uh, Keith Bloom now ha Okay, that's probably a messed up name too. Brian Wolfnick and also secondary coach uh, Blue Adams are coming to Michigan State as well as prior to staff for the University of uh, Michigan State. Spartans, who right now is going to get a facelift on their football organization. This week will probably be the press conference, so hold your breath, boys and girls. Uh, I missed a press conference today with um, Iowa State of Michigan. Oh, well, a lot of things were done. <sighs> well, let's get it off our chest here. At least let me get it off my chest here. Jeff Goff has not had two very good games back-to-back here. He didn't have time to throw, uh, much less have time to even think. And he sped up Goff like a hard-speed-up slop. It had the turnovers, three fumbles this game. The last game was three interceptions and a fumble. However, of course, intentional grounding, that was another crying, shame, just simply throwing the ball away at the end of the series. That just wasn't happening, and if it did. It didn't happen the right way again. I mentioned intentional grounding a couple times there. It happened against the Green Bay Packers, and too frequently, we said this for the last seven years in a row on Thanksgiving Day, we have hoped that the Detroit Lions will be victorious so we can all digest our meal. And this was just one more year that you started off with a whole heck of a lot of hope and left out the stadium with your head dropped down to the ground. Some of them, the head a little heavier than others with those tailgate parties and stuff there. But what can you say? Offensive line, defensive line, stink. Cornerback play, stinks. And, you know, I've been an advocate of, you know, good football play for quite a while. And I've been very much so giving the Lions the – letting them slide on a whole heck of a lot of things there. But, again, the offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, just didn't get the right adjustment in this game there. He didn't find no rhythm in particular at all. Again, it would have helped a whole heck of a lot at the offensive line, it was blocking. They were not. They must have Thanksgiving Day celebrations a day or two ahead of time, because ooh, those legs were not at its best. Lions were held to fourteen points until late in the, in the game, when it was garbage time and it didn't count for doggone. Wherever they got into the red zone or even to midfield, they stalled out. This was one game that needs to be flushed down the toilet. And the statement that the coach made was he's not under panic. I I never would have made that statement, but I'm not him. Because as far as I'm concerned, the coach's staff <clears throat> did not get that football team prepared at all or put their mind at ease that they can have the confidence enough to weather the storm. Because Green Bay just ran all over them from the very start of the game with their passing and their liberal passing just left and right. No physicality from the safeties or the cornerbacks on the receivers at all. I was talking to my cousin the night before the game, and I mentioned that. But I guess now you see that cuz was right on point, and I was, because there just was nothing there. The week that they beat the Bears, they were very much so. They should be shining stars and kind of getting on their knees, praying, saying, boy, we got over the hump when we shouldn't. Because the Bears should have won that game. It's just basically simple. But the Bears went conservative. And when you go conservative, it just no end to it. The Detroit Lions are a playoff contending team they cannot afford to be conservative especially on defense your defense is supposed to be the star attraction of the game they have to be right they have to stop people and they haven't Campbell said this the easy thing is to get in a panic mode but I'm not panic." We got to get the right guys to know how to play. Really. And this is the 11th game to play. We're going to clean up some things up, and we're going to have six to go when we get back. The fight is on now. Well, some people say he got the benefit of the doubt in this game. I'd say no. When you lose seven Thanksgiving Day game this should have been the emphasis that we have to win this one this was their super bowl this particular game was their super bowl with a national national audience watching this game and you had nothing to show for it it was bad enough that jack harlow which basically i will go on record and say i could have found better people down at uh at Baker's Keyboard Lounge to entertain the fans, you know, at, at, at halftime, then the junk and the amount of money they spent on Jack Harlow, that was an embarrassment, and they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Morris Day and the timers are out there. Yeah, you know, we got Ralph Armstrong, one of the best bases in the in the world. Could have put on some jazz and had everybody shaking in their behind and maybe had them forget some of the first half uh, bungling actions that the Lions had. But they didn't do it. Didn't do it at all. Here's the thing, and I'm going to move on after I say this. <clears throat> it's more than having a team than just bringing on hype. As I watch some commercials today, Lions ticket sales and da-da-da-da-da and the hype and we're grit and all this other junk. They play like stink balls. And the stink balls are catching them all in the face. And they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Every single personnel, staff member on that team should be ashamed of themselves. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say because I would take the, I could take this for another hour. They've lost every Thanksgiving Day game since 2016. The last time they beat somebody on Thanksgiving was Minnesota at 16 to 13. Take it for what it's worth. Ah, let's get into another nice little subject here. If you watched wrestling last night, which I did, I watched War Games, it uh, was pretty doggone amusing there. and I'll give you the results of the matches there. The World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins and Randy Orton came out there. They made that very interesting. Cody Rose, Jay Wilson, and Sami Zayn, they defeated the Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. This was a very comical dog match, I could say less, but it was a grueling match. It was very entertaining. The women's championship match, Rhea Ripley beat Zoe Starks. Zoe Starks is gonna be something else down the road a piece there. Don't be surprised. She's gonna be matched up with some good competition and she's gonna show oh she is a superstar upcoming. Santos Escobar uh, showed that he is, should be a mainliner. He beat Dragon Lee in a match. The Intercontinental Championship, uh, Gunther, he defeated The Miz, and that was a pretty doggone good match as well. As The Miz, he showed himself very much so a, a doggone good entertainer. And the start of the whole whole shabargo there, was a women's war game match. Becky Lynch, um, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Shotzi. They defeated Damage Control, and that was a doggone good match as well. Uh, altogether, the grades on this particular, I give it. I give this, I give it, mm, I'm going to give it an A-. You know, I thought they should have had some more matches out there, but they didn't, but that's okay. Football season is almost over. They're in still the first quarter, and Southfield A&T is six points. Bellevue zip. They only got about a minute, less than a minute left in the first quarter before they go to the second quarter. That's going to be a long game, but that's what we have right now to give you here, boys and girls. The outlook of this particular there. And with that saying, at the end of that game, fall sports is over and we get back to now the winter sports and basketball and a whole lot of other good stuff there, girls and boys alike. Butch on Sports this is a presentation on my darling production as I'm, my voice is cracking I'm losing it here. You can check out Butch on Sports on Facebook, always on Facebook. Or you can go to the homepage at podomatic.com. Just type in s i m p l y b u t c h t o o dot podomatic.com. Yes, get some of the best podcasts. You just you, you just can't get enough of here, boys and girls. I hopefully you have a very good beginning of the week. Get that turkey out your system and a whole lot of other good stuff there. Your travel plans. Please be careful out there, although it's wet and I don't see no snow falling to the I see snow falling to the ground, but it's not sticking. It's gonna get cold. And you wanna prepare yourself for those traffics to get back and forth to work, school, wherever you gotta go. Cause the whole Rick Moreau starts all over again on Monday. Uh, Please, everyone, be safe. Yours truly will do likewise here, being safe. Please do that. Uh, I'm out of time. Uh, Catch you on on the Wednesday edition of Butcher on Sports. I'll be ready for you, and we'll see what the Lions do or what kind of garbage, I mean, stuff that they talk about in order to kind of make up as they're going to go to New Orleans. Yes, the Lions will be Doing it to New Orleans. I don't want to get into the Pistons here. They're just – that really would give you indigestion. But <laughs> that's just how I am. Hey, have a great beginning of the week. Check you out again for another edition of your Sports on Wednesday.